0: Good morning, Warden. Uh This is The War Lovers talking uh, this episode about the Syrian civil war, comparing it to the Mexican drug war. And I hope uh, this will um, help some of you reach enlightenment um, towards what's going on in the world today or in the past. Um, so our staff, Toby, you have something to say first, don't you? Well, Joey,
1: thank you for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> we all know that drug selling is big business. So big, in fact, that drug cartels in Mexico make between 19 and 29 billion dollars annually from trafficking and selling drugs in the USA. That is a lot of money. This started to overshadow Mexico's economy. So in December 2006, the Mexican government decided to take a stand in line with the US international war on drugs started in June 1971 by Richard Nixon when he declared drug abuse to be public enemy number one. Um. As you can
0: possibly tell, the main cause of this conflict was for mainly economic reasons. However, political reasons also came into account, with President Felipe Calderon wanting to clamp down on the amount of power held by the cartels. Uh, Following his election in 2006, wasn't it, uh, President Felipe Calderon declared war on the cartels using the military and
1: firing hundreds of corrupt police officers. The government's principal goal was attempting to reduce drug-related violence. The Mexican government asserted that their primary focus was on dismantling the powerful drug cartels rather than on preventing drug trafficking and demand, which was left to the US. The US was more focused on the great economic cost coming from drug trafficking. This
0: cause of the conflict some could say is almost the complete opposite to the Syrian civil war, which started through protests calling for Bashar al-Assad's removal as the president of Syria this means that in this war the government is as the baddie and the people of Syria the public are the good guys Wow you wouldn't have expected that would you it's like a bomb movie isn't it Tom yeah it is a bit like a bomb movie I do love a bit of Daniel Craig me uh, so why were they protesting <laughs> that's a great question Tom <laughs> Leave it running, leave exactly. it running. A he's bit of seen, Daniel he's, he's,
1: just, he's just seen what I
0: wrote. Gold star for you. So basically, the oh, government was completely you. corrupt, imprisoning people for their political beliefs. So the people have still stood up to this by protesting for freedom and to abolish the emergency law, which has been going on for 48 years. The emergency law? What the flip is that? <coughs> the law mean that governments can put in place or temporarily remove laws on the spot without having to go to other authorities this includes the power to amend or suspend legislation although not amend the civil contingencies act itself or the human rights act of course anyway the government retaliated to these protests in well one of the worst
1: possible ways with violence furthering on the war in mexico it was continued by Calderon's successor, Enrique Pina Nieto. A huge victory for Nieto's administration was the 2014 arrest of Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, the boss of one of Mexico's most powerful drug trafficking operations, the Sinaloa Cartel. El Chapo escaped prison in July 2015, but was then re-arrested in January 2016. He was convicted in a US federal court in February 2019 and sentenced to life, being forced also to give up $12.6 billion.
0: The war uh, involves over 100,000 individuals in the cartels, 260,000 Mexican soldiers, and 35,000 federal police. What do the police do with the drugs when they get caught in a drugs bust? Another great question, Tom. Where's he coming up with all these questions, eh? (laughs) Well, first, they confiscate it during the arrest, of (laughs) course. Then the drugs are sent into evidence and kept until
1: the trial is over. Once it's over, these drugs are then marked to be destroyed. Well, marked to be destroyed is different from actually being destroyed. This is why thousands of police officers were fired at the start of the Mexican drug war. That's a great point, Toby. The conflict is still ongoing now and has little in common with your typical war. It has involved no man-to-man combat, but instead has drawn in the general public through cartels carrying out small organised crime throughout Mexico. Therefore, it's very hard for the government to keep tabs on it.
0: The military has been looking to intervene, attempting to dismantle Mexican cartels. There has been very little conflict to note. However, some drug traffickers and organised crime syndicates have been arrested. And organised crime has been carried out by some of the cartels. Don't forget, 62,000 people have gone missing since the start of the drug war. This Mexican drug war is quite different to the Syrian civil war in that the militias were formed to fight the Syrian government and their allies but in Mexico it was just the Mexican and US police forces with help from the military who were having to fight the cartels. Syria is being supported by Russia, Iran and Shadow Raid Legends are sponsor for this video. (laughs) speak right about shadow Road uh, it's a great new mobile game which you can download for free get it now on the app store or google play thank you adam for that well thank you for and us if us. you use the code war syrian civil war or mexican drug war you can get your own legend
1: Whoa, oh. well thank you for that adam that was indeed very kind of you to sponsor our video today
0: hezbollah a shia islamist political party in lebanon And the opposition are called the Syrian Coalition and are being supported by Britain, France, the US, Turkey and
1: the one and only Saudi Arabia. Anyway, back over to Mexico. The military was very successful in clamping down on personnel associated with crime, with only 11 of the 37 most wanted drug lords still at large in Mexico by the time Calderon resigned.
0: Although 12,406 additional drug-related homicides took place between 2007 and 2010. And the government struggled to stopping cartels as they proved to be
1: well-connected and well-trained in manipulating the many. Well, back to the similarities. Both wars created many casualties and impacted multiple countries.
0: Yeah, well there have been about 50,000 casualties recorded and somewhere around 410,000 refugees attempting to flee Syria. This is impacting the economy of many European nations, specifically Germany, who took in
1: lots of refugees to help replenish their population. Well, that's all for this podcast. Thank you for listening and see you next week, possibly for our next podcast. Get next week, we'll be talking about the war in
0: um, the new Ray Legends game and comparing it to World War One. <laughs>